The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California. You have just got me tonight, and I'm so hoping that you're going to enjoy it because it's all about the Law of Attraction and perhaps some new things that you may not have considered in the past. If you will allow me just for a few seconds to get a few things out of the way, first and foremost, you must read the latest Law of Attraction magazine. It is absolutely fabulous. And it has me on the cover. And I'm celebrating 15 years of success of Law of Attraction Radio Network. And inside it, Constance Arnold is interviewing me. Because, well, she has been with Law of Attraction Radio Network since the very beginning. It was a fun interview and an interview that actually showcases Constance and myself and why we are still at it. And then there's another great article by Mark Boldazar who talks about why settle when you can succeed. Hey, this is all about the Law of Attraction. And he is talking about changing your mindset from mediocre to successful thinking, which changes the whole paradigm completely. And it's amazing how easy it is to succeed when your mind is focusing on success instead of being, well, iffy. And then there's another great article about light beings. You know, those people or those entities that have come to the planet to help us to survive and to thrive. This is a great interview that you are going to love. And it features Linda Haley, who is author of the book and who has actually had interactions with these entities from another planet. You're going to find it so fascinating. So go to lawofattractionmagazine.com, click on it, and you have access to everything. It's free, and it's designed for you to learn more of how to navigate through life in a much easier way. So enjoy it. It's developed for you, and it's developed to help you attract more great things in your life. And while you're there, don't forget to go into the past issues where you can open up all of the previous issues and read anything that you are attracted to. And while you're there, don't forget that there is the free money attraction hypnosis MP3. If you just go to the store that's on there, all you have to do is click and listen to the hypnosis. Uh, money attraction, and I got to tell you, it works because it puts you in that mindset to recognize all of those possibilities that can bring money to you. And I strongly recommend it. I also want to thank you for 
listening. As you know, I am on so many different venues on the internet. So you may not even come to Love Attraction Radio Network website. But I do want you to know that we have so many fabulous and inspirational shows on the network. And if you go to LOA radionetwork.com you can find our free mobile apps where you can listen in during your commute or as you exercise or hike or doing household chores whatever you do these are available for you and the more that you can listen to them the more you're going to change and accomplish what you want to accomplish These shows are so, so wonderful, and I know that you're going to love each one of them. So go check out all the shows, and remember, LOARadioNetwork.com. So let's talk about the Law of Attraction, shall we? I first want to talk about how powerful it is when you fully engage your attention on what you want. Now, I'm sure you have all heard this. What you put your attention on strengthens or expands in your life. Scientists are discovering more and more evidence that we humans are not independent observers of the mechanical universe. Our attention, backed by the intent of our beliefs, create what we experience as our lives. Scientifically, though, one might say that focusing your attention on the energy field of consciousness, which contains the waves of all possibilities, create the particles, meaning the events and materializations that you experience as your reality. And this is a really, really important concept. So let me repeat it. What you put your attention on strengthens or expands in your life. This one idea alone can make a huge, huge difference for you. Now, remember the last time you were considering um, buying a new car? You had your attention focused on it, and what happened? Well, all of a sudden, you notice many different types of models and colors of cars for sale signs in the windows, ads in the paper, and people relaying information to you about a friend who was thinking about selling their car. Your attention brought things into your awareness because of your focus. The moment you purchased your new car, your attention shifted. The same information about cars was available, but it was no longer attracted to your awareness. Your attention was focused elsewhere, right? Imagine a coal miner with a helmet that contains a light to enable him to see directly in front of him. Now, Picture yourself with a similar light beaming from your forehead. Think of it as your attention beam. How often are you aware of where it's focused? 
it is extremely important to focus your attention effectively. In other words, don't waste your creative energy. Without deliberate focus, you are spreading your attention around randomly, achieving no real benefit for yourself. Keep your attention focused on something positive and good things will begin to happen. This is the real reason for goal setting. It's the mental focus that helps you to achieve your goals. Your focus is actually strengthening the thought form that you have expressed as your goal. Unfortunately, many of us have been oriented to the pass-fail aspect of goal setting, and so to avoid failure, we don't set goals. Yes, the concept of pass-fail is a belief and a very strong one. If there is something in your life that you want, keep your attention focused on that goal. If things show up, and they will, that seem to get in the way, don't focus on them. Handle them, but stay focused on your goal. It's when you focus on the obstacles, you tend to give up. Think about what we've already discussed. Now, what happens when you focus on the obstacles? Right, your focus just strengthens the thought forms related to the obstacle. Stay focused on the goal. You might have a goal that you believe can be achieved only if you have a certain amount of money. Instead of focusing on the goal, your focus then becomes that you don't have enough money. What gets strengthened is the thought form for not having enough money. Look at that. Isn't that amazing? But I'm sure you have experienced this. Maybe there was a way to achieve the goal without money, but by not focusing on the goal, you restrict possibilities of which you may not be aware from occurring. Remember the story about the little steam engine who believed he could make it up the mountain? He was really focused on his goal, wasn't he? Now, if we rephrase his goal a little bit, how well do you think he would have done chanting, I'll never make it. My joints are sore. I'll never make it. My joints are sore. Knowing where your attention is focused is also important because you physically experience what you focus your attention on. You're probably focused on limiting or negative thoughts anytime you're experiencing something unpleasant, which is understandable. So if you want to change how you feel, you need to shift your attention to something else anything, a pleasant memory, or doing something that you really enjoy, or taking a break, reading the magazine, doing something different. Or best of all, become an observer of your thoughts and just watch them float by. This can be quite relaxing and can be referred to as a form of meditation. By monitoring where you are focusing your attention, you will begin to gain insight into why you're experiencing what you are currently experiencing. Now, 
as you're listening, I want you to examine your emotions. If you detect uncomfortable ones, see if you can determine what belief you might hold that is being challenged by what you're reading at that moment. Fear, worry, and doubt are probably the three strongest thought forms on planet Earth. They will rob you of all of your desires. If you can get in touch and remove the limiting beliefs behind these culprits, you will be a new person. Okay, now let's get into taking responsibility for your actions and your words. And sometimes we don't even realize what's spilling out of our mouths or what we're thinking about. We are just too familiar. The true realization that you create all of your life experiences is a rude awakening for most people. You may be sitting there right now doubting every word that I'm saying, and that's okay. All I ask is that you consider what's being said. Give it some thought. Be open to the possibility because it is worth exploring for you to fully embrace what it is that you are actually thinking. The good news is that with the recognition that you're creating your life and some forgiveness thrown in, you can start taking charge as the designer of your life, no longer a victim of life's random circumstances. You become self-responsible. Knowing you are responsible for your experiences and have always been gives you the opportunity to start creating and experiencing what you would like to have rather than experiencing life by default. A great deal of personal power is available to you and we've talked about that many, many times before. You were born with this power and you have more power than you have ever, ever, ever imagined. By personal power, I'm not talking about the kind of power that you have over others. I'm talking about your inner power, the power of self-confidence and self-esteem. When you have that kind of power, there is no need or desire to have the power over anyone or anything else. There's just no need. Now, it's so wonderful to look back over your life and see the situations from brand new perspectives. It feels so good to know that others' beliefs create their own experiences and your personal beliefs create your experiences. Now, these words take away all of the blame. What else would some young person attract to themselves if they had a subconscious limiting belief? It's always my fault. Well, constantly putting yourself into a situation where you have to always defend yourself, trying to prove that it wasn't your fault, is not a comfortable position to be in. 
But that's not how limiting thought forms work. As you begin to experience the power of changing your beliefs, your desire to know more and more about it becomes very compelling. You want to learn what is stopping you from you manifesting your true desire. Now, when we examine a little further the concept that your beliefs determine your experiences, what we will see is that your experiences, everything outside of yourself, are driven by your beliefs, which is everything you're experiencing internally. You can then use the outer events to see what you really believe. This is often referred to as mirroring. But we want to go a step further because the universe you experience mirrors your belief systems back to you. If you want to change your experiences, you must change your beliefs. Your life experiences are great teachers. As you work your way through the ideas that I'm presenting, it will help you to start making a list of situations, circumstances, or people that give you unpleasant feelings as they come into your mind. These notes will give you a starting point as you explore later what your mirror has in store for you. Also, consider someone you know very well and jot down what that person might believe to be having the experiences he or she is having. So what about you? Are there some experiences in your life that you would prefer not to have? What beliefs might you hold that are creating these experiences? In most cases, the reflections of unpleasantness that are mirrored back to you, which are actually your perceptions, have to do with the beliefs you hold about yourself. Poor self-esteem, which is huge and common and amazing that everybody I know has some form of self-esteem problems, is the major cause of individuals' dissatisfaction with their lives. The defined inadequacies and limiting beliefs, many of which are transparent, are experienced by seeing in others what we are not seeing or refuse to accept about ourselves. Now, next time you feel critical of someone, reflect back and see if you aren't in some way identifying with the trait in yourself that you don't like about yourself or have yet to accept about yourself. If you issue a judgment either verbally or mentally about someone else's behavior, it's accompanied by emotion. You're getting hooked. The emotion is a great indicator that you have an opportunity for some self-discovery and possible healing on the issue in question. If you only observe someone else's behavior, just notice them without any emotional response and you are clear. Now, let me put this in a different way. 
and I've talked about this for many years. When you get angry or upset with another person, they're not pushing your buttons. You are pushing your buttons. That is a direct indicator that something within you is being triggered to evoke the kind of emotions and anger and fear and sadness. It has to do with your limiting beliefs. But yet, we tend to blame the other person. And this is true, especially in relationships, marriages. This is true in family situations with siblings. This is true in everyday friendships or casual acquaintances. The most important thing you can do is stop when you feel those anger issues coming up or something that's ticking you off. Stop and think, why is this getting me mad? Is it triggering a time in my life that I felt taken advantage of or someone hurt my feelings? Reflect back so that you can finally be cleared of these emotional triggers that keep you from being the happy-go-lucky person that you truly are. So don't be alarmed if you find yourself issuing judgment. This behavior is something that may take some time to change, should you so choose. Every one of those judgments is tied to belief. It may take a while to track them all down, but be kind to yourself as you do so. Because judging yourself for judging others <laughs> just makes the problem worse. You're not getting better. You're staying stuck. Now let's get into something much bigger, but along the same lines as marrying, because it truly is marrying. When we recognize that the other person is not pushing our buttons and that we are the ones that are pushing our own buttons due to our limiting beliefs, well, then we should understand that the universe as a whole is reflecting back to us our limiting beliefs as well. Dramatic events that are happening worldwide is simply the universe mirroring back to us our own beliefs. Let's take the presidential election, you know, President Trump. And many, many, many people do not like him and are adamant that he is a terrible person. But if it's true that the universe is mirroring our own beliefs, then it again is our limiting beliefs or feelings. And perhaps we are feeling victimized by not understanding what is going on. Maybe that large of an issue that people are taking and internalizing so personally is simply a reflection of feeling victimized. All of these emotions 
pop up and are simply the reflection of our own thoughts and how they affect each one of us. So in other words, what you're feeling about Trump is simply a reflection of your own limiting beliefs. Trump's not pushing your buttons because he doesn't even know you. So guess who's pushing your buttons? You. Those buttons that you are pushing that incites and brings up all of these emotions are the very thing that is keeping you from healing and actually may be keeping the whole U.S. from healing where there's more division than there are people willing to work together to make it wonderful. Do you see what I'm saying? Our emotions do flow into the collective consciousness. So what we are seeing on the national and even worldwide level is again showing and bringing our emotions up that can feed into the collective consciousness. So let's talk about the recent events in Las Vegas, which is really not too far away from me. Again, if the world is our mirror, then the universe reflected back to us our fear of war and the possibility that our political beliefs of persecution and victimhood again comes to the forefront. The emotions that we feel are a direct manifestation of the event. Our sadness, our fear, our nervousness, our anger all stem from our own limiting beliefs. So if each one of us can heal that, we can absolutely change the situation from occurring again. This is a holographic universe. Your emotions are not only yours, but it feeds the collective consciousness. Everything that happens, the hurricanes, the floods, the earthquakes, are simply a mirror of what we think. And each time something happens, it brings up our beliefs that are needing to be healed. The universe provides us many opportunities to learn about our own emotions and even on a bigger level, which is actually incredible because if we can identify those emotions and where they originally came from, like our childhood or some event in our life, we can start healing our limiting beliefs where these horrific occurrences may be lessened dramatically because we simply won't need to experience them up close or from afar. Now, let's be clear about Las Vegas. The event did happen and many were hurt. Looking at it metaphysically, perhaps we can assume that this event was planned for and the victims planned it even before they were born. When we come to this planet, which is a planet of heavy density, we do 
plan our life circumstances and our death. Just like we choose our parents and our siblings because we need to have those experiences in which we need to heal, we come with a lifelong plan. This is our soul's purpose. This is happening so that we can learn from particular life experiences that we need for our soul's growth. Now, I personally don't believe in freak accidents or all of a sudden deaths. They are all planned out again prior to us being born. But if you look at each death, you will see that everyone had advanced signs that they were shown when they would leave their earthly bodies and be birthed into another dimension. Now, remember 9-11 and all those 3,000 people that died? Well, you have heard many of the survivors tell their stories. So the question comes up, why did some live and why did some die? You know, some actually made it down before the building imploded. Could it be that it was their life's journey and what they had come here to experience as well as what loved ones needed to experience as well? Perhaps it's part of their life contract with all parties. Perhaps we could even say this of Hitler and the Holocaust. Those people experiencing the camps perhaps came with the intention that they needed to experience that horrible situation for their soul's growth. And remember when we had the Gulf oil spill and for weeks and weeks they could not stop the pipeline leak into the Gulf Ocean. We were all horrified that it was killing our marine life and ecosystems of our oceans. I remember asking a very, very spiritually minded person, well, how can we heal our oceans? And he replied, we heal our oceans when we heal ourselves first. And looking at it today, we can see that the Gulf oil has healed completely from the horrendous oil leak. And if you go back to the Holocaust, perhaps their life intention of those who died in those camps helped us all to heal so that it would never, ever, ever be necessary for us to relive that experience again. Now, when we focus on one person that instigated everything, that brings our feelings of being powerless back, which we have to deal with in order to bring our power back. When we hate on Hitler or even the Las Vegas killer, we are getting into the same vibrational level that created that circumstance to begin with. It's not for us to judge, but to recognize and then heal our own wounds that came from seeing and feeling this event. If you get stuck in the hate, even with Trump, for instance, you have lowered your vibration 
to judge what the universe has placed before you to heal. And yet, many feel wonderful with that lower vibration of hate and anger because that lower vibration may be familiar to you. You know, we watch many, many movies where we see a villain and we see the hero. And so we are familiar with hating the villain. And that just brings us into that vibrational wave that the villain needed to achieve what he did. We knew growing up that there are many things that happen that we have no control over. But we do have control over our thoughts about those things which we tend to give our power to. We really need to stop giving our power to things that are not good. Stop focusing in. Stop learning. And there you are shifting the collective consciousness into healing and not lowering that vibration. When you heal all of your inner emotions, some of which you didn't even realize that you had, you have a new understanding of energetic vibrations, thought forms, and focus of attention, which give you the opportunity to gain positive beliefs, which attract more positive events and circumstances, not only in your life, but the world through the collective consciousness. You want the planet to heal? Well, the answer is then easy. Allowing your limiting beliefs to be brought up in order to heal them for the future. Heal them and be done with them. You know, I used to think having a positive attitude was something that each of us should have to be more acceptable. And that may be true, but the real impact of being positive has to do with your state of being, your vibrational state, as I just said, and what it will attract to you. People who just pretend to have a positive attitude may be more acceptable, but they are still attracting according to how they really vibrate. And the energy that they're putting out will attract their circumstances. So the message is clear, my listeners. With your new insight into the fundamentals of thoughts, you will want to start immediately making sure you're focused on being positive. Adopt the attitude that everything that happens in your life happens for a good reason. And this is where you're going to get a great start. Everything that happens in the world is happening for a reason. And it's happening for you. Pay attention to all of these events. Because once you pay attention and feel those emotions coming up, then 
you too are getting the universal chance to heal those emotions collectively. And a perfect exercise for you would be the next time you're involved in a trying situation, look around and see if you can think of what others might be believing to be having the experiences that they're having. This is so revealing because you can include your own experiences as well. And then you can ask yourself, what beliefs may I be creating so that I can experience them and so that I can heal them? This is the message from the universe. Are you ready? Just remember, everything happens for the best. And allow yourself to identify the emotions so that you can heal them. And once you heal them, it is completely removed. That button that has been pushed in the past is no longer there. And you are free. And this is what you came here for. Now, I've used the word experiencing a lot. What does experiencing really mean? Well, experiencing, as I am referring to it, is simply being in touch with what you are feeling. That's the only way you can truly experience anything. You must feel it. It sounds simple enough, but the fact is that many of us don't allow ourselves to feel. We actually, in a lot of cases, don't want to feel. And consequently, we don't fully experience life. Have you ever driven down the highway and suddenly realized that the past 20 miles went by without you even noticing them? Why is that? Because you had your attention somewhere else. You missed the experience and the feelings associated with the beautiful countryside, the sunshine radiating off of the autumn leaves, or the two deers grazing just behind the white picket fence. You had your mind somewhere else. There is a difference between having the experience of a 30-minute commute and fully experiencing the ride home from the office. So to really experience everything fully, you must be mindful. You must place your attention on how you are feeling. Next time you're riding in the car, see if you can experience the trip a little differently. And have you ever turned someone out because you didn't want the experience feeling? The experience or the feeling of being with them or listening to them? Make sure you're not tuning yourself out of much of your life. From time to time, we all try to communicate with others how we feel. Words such as love, happy, joyful, and excited are verbal symbols for expressing varying degrees of feeling good. 
Bored, hate, sorrow, and mad are symbols for feeling bad. And what you experience either feels good or it doesn't. No matter how one arrives at it, success for all of us is finding out what makes us feel good. And the only time to feel anything, which is experiencing it, is in the present moment, right now. That now is already gone, and it's gone forever. The timeline for life is really an infinite line of very, very short periods of now, the present moments, that periods of now that have already occurred, we call history or the past. We can no longer experience them. That's right. We can no longer experience them. But, you say, I experience a lot of pain about things that happened in the past. Well, that may be true, but you're not experiencing the past. You are experiencing your beliefs about the past. This is another one of those subtle distinctions that is quite profound. The same goes for the future. It's your story or beliefs, usually in the form of worry, that will cause unpleasant nows to occur. Isn't it amazing how easy it is to keep yourself from enjoying successive now? Successive life. The importance of being consciously aware of your state during the present now moments has a lot to do with establishing your experience in the future nows. If you are positive in this now and are deliberately focused on your desires for a future and you have no limiting beliefs about your ability to create your desires, you can count on your desires manifesting for you. Unfortunately, many of us have doubts about our abilities, but they have a canceling effect on our ability to create. As I mentioned earlier, fear, worry, and doubt are the strongest limiting conditions for most of us. When you can remove the limiting beliefs behind fear, worry, and doubt, well, your life begins to flow more smoothly. Well, it should be clear to everyone by now that what keeps you from realizing your full potential or your dreams are the strong limiting beliefs that you hold. Furthermore, the most critical of all your beliefs will have to do with the limiting beliefs you have about yourself. No one can ever go beyond the self-image or self-concept he holds. It's impossible. Beliefs determine your experience. If you can't see yourself doing it or being it, well, forget it. It won't happen. On the other hand, if you hold on to the dream and you clear out all your limiting beliefs that says you can't, well, guess what? <laughs> you can. It's yours. With all the self-help information available today, why isn't everybody happy and why don't people always get what they want? Why are so many people struggling to achieve only to give up in frustration? How many self-help or motivational workshops have you attended only to have the excitement wear off 
after a short period of time. What do you think is really believed by an individual who affirms 50 times a day, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. You guessed it. (laughs) He really believes that he is not rich. That person is also strengthening the, the thought form that is already keeping him from being rich. He'll soon see no results for his efforts and give up in frustration. His limiting beliefs could have to do with money, but most often it has to do with the personal beliefs such as the belief that he does not deserve it or perhaps a a related beliefs. One of the major lessons that I had to learn when I began exploring belief systems was that experiences are determined by the sum total of my beliefs and the point of mental focus, my attention, not just the experience that I selectively chose to create. I decided that since I had all of this profound knowledge on how the universe works, I would get up every morning and simply create what I wanted. But it didn't work out that way, as you might have guessed. I generated a lot of frustration and anger for myself. I guess I had a transparent belief about how I learned things (laughs) the hard way. As we've seen, beliefs can be empowering or limiting. Limiting beliefs negate or subtract empowering beliefs and desires. What do you get when you add plus two and minus two? You're right, you get a big fat zero. This is the part that didn't sink in for me. I was still trapped into believing that if I tried hard enough to believe in what I wanted, I didn't have to pay attention to my limitations. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really think I had many to begin with. <laughs> Just ask me. But there I was using my old belief. If I would just try harder, I would succeed. I soon learned that, well, my old beliefs continued to gain strength and actually became dominating in my life. After I realized what was happening, I refocused my efforts to working on my liabilities, which were my limiting beliefs. Yes, I did find some. Well, actually, I found many. (laughs) After a while, it became a treat to find them. It meant that I was one step closer to being clear. At first glance, we can see that the old limiting belief, I never get what I want, is very strong and powerful from years of having energy added to it. And it will take forever to add I am rich beliefs to overcome the strong limiting beliefs. First of all, the I am rich, in this case, is not really a belief. It's only a statement. It's a wish, or at best, a hope. If it were a belief, it wouldn't have to be continually repeated. Furthermore, every time it is repeated, the real belief, I never get what I want, increases in strength to fulfill its original intent, to make sure that I don't get what I want. For any real improvement in this kind of situation of I never get what I want, 
the belief for any real improvement in the situation, the belief of I never get what I want must be eliminated. There are numerous self-development books, tapes, workshops available, all with a good intent and real benefit. In many cases, however, the benefit is always temporary. And it's for a good reason. Many techniques don't address the cause of your experiences. They try to implement new techniques that focus on overpowering or going around the old situation to create a new desired state. This approach requires ongoing diligence and constant effort, which soon gets tiresome and boring, and usually people just give up in frustration. But the main reason for limited success gets back to what we've been discussing, the cause, which is limiting beliefs. Old limiting beliefs must be removed. Trying to overpower them is not the best use of time and energy. What really requires for permanent change in your experience is to shift from a focus on trying to overpower old beliefs with new ones to a focus on identifying and simply dissolving the old beliefs that no longer serve you. These limiting beliefs may have been appropriate when you were a child, but they hinder you as an adult. It's like planting a flower in the garden. If you don't till the soil and pull out the weeds before you plant, you'll end up with a field of weeds that may have some flowers in it. An improvement, but not the desired result. If you till the soil, remove the weeds, and then plant new seeds in no time at all, you'll have a marvelous garden of your favorite flowers. Well, this has been a lot today, but, and if you need be, continue to listen to this over and over again. What we need to focus on, not only for ourselves, but for the entire world and the collective consciousness, is finally to release those limiting beliefs that are holding us back into the negative and lower emotions. We're going to lift ourselves up because it's important now that we realize how powerful we are to create not only a beautiful new future, but create it differently from what it was in the past. That's what we came here to learn. Are you ready for the challenge? I think you are. Let's explore how to maintain a positive environment because we just shifted from having that limiting belief, but how can we actually maintain thinking positively? Well, let's take the knowledge that you have gained and now make it work for you. The first thing to remember is that you will experience for some period of time the results of the thoughts that you put into motion in the past. Recognize that this will occur and begin to work from this moment forth to deliberately design the experiences you wish to have in the future. What you need to do is create a positive environment for yourself while you explore 
prior choices that will continue to impact you. Begin creating a positive attitude about life by establishing your own version of everything happens for the best. I say your version because that is what is important. It's your beliefs that count, not mine. Develop your version and strengthen the thought form. When something occurs for you that might not initially seem favorable by reminding yourself that everything happens for the best. It will take practice, but as you strengthen your thoughts, you'll notice a difference in your emotional response. Adopt the philosophy that you can learn something from every experience. Now, to further enhance your environment, focus on the positive things around you. See the glass as half full rather than half empty. Be sure to focus your attention on what you want, not on what you don't want. If you desire more money, focus in on how to obtain more, not on the fact that you don't have enough. Constantly keep in mind that you've learned about thoughts. You don't want to use your energy to strengthen limiting ones. Oh, please don't. Keep your attention focused on your desires, your strengths, those thoughts that help you to obtain exactly that positive energy. And you will know what that means. The more you stay positive, the more you will attract positive experiences to you. This is the law of the universe. This is how the brain works. Because you are only able then to see the positive things coming to you. As you remove limiting beliefs, doing so will become easier and easier. Let me give you an example. Let's say you want to remove the limiting belief that nobody cares about what I have to say. And as you begin, you have the thought, I'm not sure I know how to do this right. Well, that now becomes the limiting belief that you work on. So you start with, I have the belief. And I'm not sure I know how to do this right. And I choose to remove it from my belief system because it limits me. Then you have the thought, I'm not sure that actually worked. So you do the same thing. I have the belief. I am not sure that worked. And I choose to remove it from my belief system because it limits me. Then you go to the original limiting belief that said, nobody cares about what I have to say. If another doubt shows up before you remove the original limiting belief, treat it the same way. Remove it. Initially, don't be surprised if a number of these pesky doubts show up. Just cheer yourself that you have found another one and remove it. Keep going. It's going to get easier and easier. But you must start removing those limiting beliefs. The bottom line is that you will grow beyond those limiting beliefs. You will start living a positive life and you will discover 
new things that you were not able to see before simply because you chose to change the way you think to change your words that you put out and you're allowing the universe to let all of those good things flow to you because you're not xing them out it's all good it's all about the law of attraction and that's it for this week many thanks for listening I will be back next week with another great show of Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 